great day to be alive is always, you know, I get an opportunity to breathe. I, I get to, to drive. I get to, to see this physical world as, as well as what's internal, right? And, I, and when I say that, I'm referring to the visualization phase of life, the, the meditation, if you will, phase of life. I, I can't say I've been consistent in applying this, but I do know that the times that I, I take the, you know, the small time that it does take, the t- those times that I, that I close my eyes and, and begin to, to process my thoughts, the visions I have, the ideas, it does bring clarity whether it's actually effective from a macro, we'll know that 10, 15, 30 years from now, shit, even 100 years from now. But again, just extremely grateful for the fact that I, I, I'm aware, I'm conscious, I'm, I'm continually growing, moving to understanding and, and by default proficiency and, and never ending there by, by sharing the information that I've been learning and more importantly, applying. So I'm going to go ahead and just start off with a quick update on actions that I've been taking, some things that I'm quite excited about. And, you know, I, I, I hold a lot of this excitement within because, you know, even me, myself, I've, I've, I've gotten in the habit of helping, helping, helping. But I know that most of the advice that I give is not, it doesn't carry much weight due to credibility. Now, whether that's the perspective of the listener or my own perspective, um, you know that that's something we could we could argue about. But personally, I've I've actually been able to to educate myself in in what I feel is vital. And starting off with well, prior to, to starting this, a little bit of both, I guess, to, to be clear, would be marketing and financial education. So I'm going to quick touch on a few basics that I've been applying when it comes to to financial education and also marketing. So let's uh, let's go ahead and quick start with marketing. When it comes to marketing, I've I've actually taken so much action to begin generating income online. And what I found is I found one of my biggest, I guess, the missing pillar was me personally investing money into ad spend in order to to remove myself from obscurity and, and putting myself in the in the face of potential customers. Now, a quick tip that I've learned from an audio I heard maybe a year ago or a little less than a year ago was obscurity. The reason why most people are not where they want to be is because of obscurity. You know, you're not pitching the product enough. You're not you're not putting yourself out there. You're not you're not you're not setting setting the right amount of appointments on a weekly basis and it brings me back to when I was a part of multi-level marketing you know being a part of multi-level marketing in order for us to build our actual business we had to actively be out there meeting new people every single day consistently making sure that we were filling the pipeline so in more of a modern when I say modern modern compared to my era that I'm in would be me being able to save time by putting that energy towards marketing dollars, right? So it is a numbers game. I do know that for a fact. When it comes to a call center, working in a call center, when it comes to B2B, when it comes to 
pretty much any meeting women in the marketplace and actually connecting with someone to get to that level of fucking, it's all a numbers game. It's all a matter of are you asking enough people? Are you are you connecting with enough individuals to to increase your probability of of getting what you want? And I could be wrong. Again, this perception could be wrong, but as of now, that's where I stand. It is a numbers game. So with that being said, I've been able to increase my probability of <laughs> of generating more income online, and that's by putting my sales pitch, if you will, in front of more people. Now, I, I like to compare this to the amount of time that I would invest into a job, the amount of time that I spent when it, and I say invested into a job, the, the, the amount of time that I spent at a job, because it wasn't an investment from my point of view macro, it's definitely a a losing proposition but at that point I didn't see it that way but to get focused is you know the amount of time that I spent going to a job driving to work the gas spent the food that I had to eat the the stress that I put upon myself because I obviously uh, I kept that would make me less of a man to blame it on somebody else the the shit I, I personally dealt with the amount of calls that I made, the amount of doors that I knocked on, all of this is all good, but none of it yielded positive returns. Yeah, it may have brought me an immediate income by either working for commission or a salary or a weekly paycheck based off my hourly efforts, but none of it brought long-term benefit. What I mean by that is, you know, you know, if I were to if I were to change the game when it came when it comes down to, to an actual traditional job, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much anti jobs. But if I if I had the opportunity to change the game, it would be especially in sales. Is no matter what the product is, giving the individual that sold the product an opportunity to earn residual income. You know, regardless of the percentage, giving them an opportunity to, to work and and earn residual income. It's only fair. Right, it's 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 unfair when the business owner is the one that's obviously utilizing the lead generators or the individual that closed the sale for they're utilizing them and, and paying them up front, but not really educating them and, and educating them on the importance of, of creating cash flow, long term income. So yeah, as I as I sit back and, and just kind of think about all the sales that I've generated from selling orthodontic equipment to selling gutter gutter guards to uh, selling multi-level marketing education multi-level marketing education a business plan if you will or I mean, whatever the industry that i was well, i can't say that multi-level marketing was more of me learning about residual and, and getting more into that space so i can't really put I can't really talk about that. In fact, that's where most of my education came from. But as far as the jobs, and that was far from a job, but as far as the jobs go, the, the things I've sold definitely would have made a difference in my life right now. It would have put me in a different position only if there was a, a, a contract, if you will, that was signed motivating me to sell letting me know that i'll always receive as long as the company has that as a customer i'll receive x amount percent from the sale that i generated but apparently it doesn't work that way so 
you know, one thing that I'm extremely excited about is, is you know, again, refocusing is the fact that I've, I've been able to to create a sales pitch, if you will. And, and if it needs to be adjusted, that that's definitely a possibility or more than a, it's more than a probability. But adjusting that sales pitch and putting putting that in front of individuals, just like the amount of times that I have to I had to call customers outbound calls to to sell a product and, and initially get that sell. The difference is now I get an opportunity to receive kickback on a long-term basis. Yeah, it may be an investment up front financially, but realistically, my time is, is definitely well well utilized now that I'm not at an actual call center having to hammer the phone doing the same exact sales pitch. It's one sales pitch and, and moving on, just putting my ad spent, putting, utilizing social media, utilizing all these different platforms to, to get the message out there and begin generating income. Now, transitioning, I want to go ahead and switch gears to talking about what I've actually been able to do from a financial point of view, from a financial education point of view. And, you know, I, I constantly give credit where credit is due. And, and first of all, I'll even go back a bit. It was Aaron Wilson, one of my mentors back in 2012, 2013. He... It wasn't at this time, but he was a mentor of me starting starting around that time frame. And around the year of 2014 was when he, as an example, he had a book of Robert Kiyosaki. And I believe it was the Cash Flow Quadrant or uh, Investing in Real Estate. It was a, a real estate book, I believe, or Cash Flow Quadrant. But that book in itself was the one that introduced me to me searching Robert Kiyosaki and, and, and you know ultimately buying the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad when that's when my real financial education began and don't get me wrong it's it's definitely a journey it's not overnight it's a it's a mental mental transition that must happen and and i committed to that i committed to that no matter what i knew that it would take a long time and once i made that commitment i believe that's when real shifts in my life began to happen all to say i've i've been prof i wouldn't say the right i wouldn't say i wouldn't use proficient but i've been able to to capitalize on the education that I've that I've invested in, um, when it comes to the asset class that I've chose to focus on, and and that being said, which is the financial market, I'm, I'm very connected to the financial market. From I guess my point of view in it is every every body's either in. I'm, I'm, again, I'm randomly speaking. I'm kind of making this up. I'm sure there's more, but if if I could categorize this world. I'll say three or four. Let's go ahead and go with four because another one just came to mind. If I could categorize the, the the type of people that we have in this world, it would be one, the individuals that are in the entitlement mentality, meaning everything's to be... Basically, they believe that the world owes them something. They're, they're not so much givers, they're more takers. And I've grown up around that mentality uh, and what specifically comes to mind is social. It's not social. It's a. Uh, it's uh, well, yeah. So, social security could be one of them. That's not what I was gonna say, but I, I guess it worked out perfect. But social security could be one of them. Food stamps is one that comes to mind, and Section Eight. All these programs, which yeah, we've been sold and, and taught that yeah, it's to help us. But there is a difference between accepting help and, and straight taking advantage of a program. So that's one class is the individuals that are entitled and believe that that's supposed to be there for them and 
and, and they're not willing to do any type of work or provide any service or value to the universe to to help somebody else in, in their lifetime. So that's the first category. The second category would be the, the working class. You know, that's the people that, you know, they're constantly working, they're working, they're working, they're working, and they... They're stuck in the mindset of only believing that that's the only way to get the hell out of the system. In fact, going back to my mindset when I was working, I didn't even think there was a way out of the system. So these individuals just go based off what they were taught and going based off what they were taught by not being open-minded and, and open to, to seeking other ways. They're, they're convinced that that the way that they're taught is the correct way and, and not willing to go out of the realm of of working every single day. One second. I actually began to lose my train of thought, but four different types of people, if I could retrace my thoughts, it was four different types of people that, the people that are entitled, people that believe in, in a job being the only way. There would be those that are are passionate, and, and this is not coming out exactly how I expected because it was something specifically that I had in mind, and that's what I lost my train of thought in, so it'll come to mind. It always does. I tend to do this often. But yeah, just, uh, I'll go ahead and skip on that because I really want to, to touch on, I want to bring that up exactly how it came to mind and share from that perspective, and whenever it does come to mind, I'll just continue recording and going from there, but again, expressing gratitude just continually educating myself, continually stretching myself and, and getting to the point of becoming financially proficient to where I have that credibility to effectively teach people by not just talking, but by showing them the results that I've gotten. And I can tell you what, it's not overnight. It's definitely something that takes time, but just like anything in life, just like anything in life that's worth doing, it does take time. It does take time. And I've committed to that. I've committed to that. And, and the results are definitely paying off. I've, uh, I've been able to, to invest into educational courses that I believe have made all the difference. And to be honest, I may have been able to learn everything I learned through these mentorship clubs or educational courses. I would have been able to learn this in other ways. But the one thing that I can't take away, the value that I've gotten from it is I've, I've been able to connect to different networks, different associations based off the small investment that I've put into my education. And another thing is I tend to listen differently. I tend to listen with a with a, with an intent to, to learn more versus an intent to just become aware of a new way of looking at things and not actively taking the action. So as far as dollar amount, I can't say the exact dollar amount, but I know that in my practice account, I'm over 1500 in profit when it comes to investing, trading in the financial market. 
and areas that I must have proven for sure is being able to determine what is the probability of the, the upside and downside and, and having a, an idea of the profit potential in a trade before I actually get inside that trade. Those are those are definitely areas that I must improve in, but that again comes with time and and, and by this time next year for sure I'll have a, a, a grasp on 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 how that works. And uh, my final topic that I'll, I'll just quick mention is is I have a few I have a few books and and to digital currencies as well. And while there is an opportunity for upside when it comes to daily trading on the on the digital currency exchange, I do not see myself actively doing much trading in that platform as of now because of my focus in the financial market and the, I know this may sound weird, but stability that comes from the financial market. And, you know, the average person may listen to this and say, what the hell are you talking about? There's no stability when it comes to the financial market. But in reality, there is. What there isn't is stability in the the awareness, the, the education, there's no stability in the education being given and, and the thoughts that we've had about the financial market. But this I do know is the more educated you are, the more control you have. And there is a lot of stability in the market when you actually are educated and, and, and understand how to play which direction. And that I haven't been able to, to find with digital currencies. But all to say, I do, I'm, I'm fairly bullish when it comes to uh, digital currencies regardless. So my approach is a little different. It's more of a long-term investment. And I have some, I have, I have a good amount, I have a decent size invested into digital currencies. And the goal is to go ahead and take that out of the exchange and keep that separate and just continue investing into it. So it's more of a, more, yeah, like I said, it's more of a long-term strategy and hands off in a, in a sense uh, regardless of the advice that's given a lot of people talk about cryptocurrency and, and you know the di digital currencies not being stable and, and, and while there's a lot of truth to that uh, most people that that say this aren't really aware of the the infrastructures that are created around these digital currencies the the big companies that are that are that are making major changes in in the way they approach uh, they're, 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 the way they approach business, the, the currencies that they're actually accepting and the small things like like uh, there's a state, this is just a random a thought that comes to mind, a state actually, it was Ohio, I believe, a couple of months ago, I read a, an article saying that Ohio was one of the first states to accept tax as uh, cryptocurrency. Now, how true that is, not 100% sure, but just the fact that these thoughts are being uh, put in the universe to me is is enough to to pay more attention to it and not ignore it like most people ignored a lot of the major investments that that a lot of the the major major stock companies that people ignored when they were small companies but uh, with that just remember we're one continue educating yourself continue growing developing and and, and documenting your life your your mindset the process so you always have content for individuals to know that all things are possible and and growth happens as long as, as you continue doing it. Shalom.